Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm actually going to talk about the mark of the beast because, sad to say, it is getting very, very close. But before I get into that, a couple of things that I want to mention that are not exactly tied to mark of the beast, but they're very important. This comes to me in email, and it says, Today Democrats are pushing H.R. 1, quote, for the People Act, unquote, voting, quote, reforms through the House without hearings, and few GOP amendments. H.R. 1 will make permanent the types of voting practices that were introduced during the 2020 elections because of COVID, the very practices that caused great issues with, I'm going to say cheating, I'm not going to say that word, cheating, basically election cheating. Among the most hotly contested provisions for H.R. 1 are, now listen to this, if this passes... If this passes, in my opinion, you won't see any more righteousness into any place within government. This is going to put evil in charge of everything. National mail-in balloting. In other words, people can just vote anytime they want for anybody they want, and there's no verification. Registration of 16- and 17-year-olds. And, of course, you know, that's the whole point of them trying to get people to be 21 before they can drink and smoke and make decisions because most people before they're 21 years old, including me, I might add, don't necessarily make the best decisions. Three, permanent early voting. Well, why not just go ahead and vote for the 2024 election of the president right now? (laughs) Well, maybe it's because at the last minute there's going to be some things come out that we want to know. Four, extended mail-in ballot acceptance past Election Day. Well, why not just have Election Day November 3rd, but you can vote up until six or eight weeks afterwards. (laughs) That way they'll have plenty of time to switch all of the ballots and do all of the cheating that they want to and see that their evil person is in position. Five, minimal verification for online registration. Well, why do we want to know who's going to be going on the airline flight? How come we have to present our photo government IDs and they have to be accepted? Because they want to know who's getting on the plane. But why? You know, it didn't used to be that way. It used to be you could just go to the airport, not even tell them your name and just buy a ticket and you're on a plane. Well, obviously, they're trying to get some people to be able to vote several times. So it is cheating, cheating, and we're going to make cheating, cheating on top of cheating, cheating. Legalization of ballot harvesting. Now, what's ballot harvesting? That means that they can go around and collect the ballots from various places. And, of course, that gives them more opportunities to switch the ballots, stuff the ballots, change the ballots to do whatever they want to do with the ballots. means... Again, evil is going to be in every one of the elections. Seven, I think it is, federal matching funds to candidates for private contributions, meaning that they could launder corporate dollars through the U.S. Treasury and use those dollars to publicly fund congressional campaigns. Now, I heard this last night on Fox News this way. Let's say someone contributes $100 to AOC's campaign. That means that the government has to then subsidize an additional $2,000 in addition to the $100 someone donated. Well, of course, 
why don't we just fund all of the people out there? Well, the whole point is the good people are supposed to be the ones that can get other good people funding them and supporting them. So let's just have the government pay for all of it. That way, all of the evil people can have plenty of money to get in office and control us all. And the last thing is voting rights for felons upon completion of their sentences. Well, the whole point there is if they're a felon, if they've done something really, really wrong, then maybe they aren't very good at making decisions and maybe they shouldn't be doing any voting. I'm also going to play a clip. This is the Democrat Jerry Nadler, and he is saying God is of no concern in this Congress. Now, what this does, in my opinion, is we just kicked God out of our Congress. Here it is. Listen. Mr. Stubbe, what any religious tradition ascribes as God's will is no concern of this Congress. Yep. So there you go. We have a congressman just kicking God out of the Congress. Jerry Nadler, here it is. You probably need to hear that again. Listen carefully. He just said that God has basically nothing to say in this Congress. Mr. Stubbe, what any religious tradition ascribes as God's will is no concern of this Congress. As God's will is no concern of this Congress. So just like in the Old Testament, we saw how Israel kicked God out of everything, and consequently, Israel was destroyed. God would bring other nations in to destroy Israel and teach her a lesson. And now, just like I said in yesterday's broadcast, it appears that that is rapidly heading our way also. Now let's go to talk about the mark of the beast. First of all, let me give you the scripture on it. And then I'm about to read from an article entitled IMF Calls for Credit Score to be Tied to Internet Search History. Mm-hmm. Tracking you. Well, why are they tracking? Why do they want to track you? Well, here's why. Let's go to Revelation 13:11. I beheld and another beast coming up out of the earth. This is the false prophet or the religious leader. And he had two horns like a lamb meaning that there are actually two popes. They say that there is a white pope and a black pope. has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with the white pope is in public. The black pope is not seen. He two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercises all the power of the first beast, or the Antichrist, the first beast before him, and he causeth the earth, and then that dwell therein to worship the first beast. Okay, you got that? This is saying that the false prophet, probably a pope, some people say this pope, other people say this pope is dead, I don't know, but it's probably going to be a pope. Nevertheless, the pope will then turn and say, okay, this guy over here, everybody got to worship him. He is the man god. The first beast before him causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders. So we're coming in a time that wonders, in other words, it's not just saying mighty healings and miracles and things like that, but amazing things were coming into that time, as I've said many times. Again, August 8, 2015, I heard the audible voice of God say, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded in my heart, as the judgment hit, so will my miracles, miracles like no one has seen, going all the way back to Adam, said that many times. But this is saying that he that doeth great wonders, this is the the false prophet, that when he is in the presence of the beast or the Antichrist, he is then given the power to make fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, think about that. See, that is what Elijah did. 
Okay, so they lined up all the prophets of Baal and the prophets of the groves, some 850 of them. And they said, okay, you set up your sacrifice, you call in your God, and then I'll call on my God. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. So this is basically false fire. So this is something so powerful that they can probably some kind of satellite or some, who knows, some kind of a space weapon or some kind of a UFO thing. I don't know. But it's, it's able to make fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, meaning this time mankind has the power and the wherewithal to actually burn up that sacrifice. So this false prophet can say, okay, to prove that I, that this guy here is really God, I'm going to call down fire from heaven and probably burn up another sacrifice. Do the same thing except for it's a lying sign and wonder. It's just high technology. It's not really the power of God. But the point is, brothers and sisters, just be like they say, you know, everything that glitters is not gold. Every miracle is not necessarily God. Let me say it again. Every miracle is not necessarily God. Ask yourself, well, as Jesus said, by their fruits, you will know them. So if that miracle is pushing people towards Jesus, that's authentic. If that miracle is pushing people away from Jesus, that's false. That's a lying sign and wonder. And he doeth great wonders, so that he make a fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. So everybody sees this. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the first beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Did you get that? Okay, so this is the false prophet. This is the religious leader of the world, probably a pope, that is saying, look at this guy over here, the one that came back from the dead. Okay, everybody got to worship him, and here's what we need to do. We here on the earth, we need to make an image of this beast. And this image speaks and causes. So he gives orders. He speaks and causes. As many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Here's the way we say it. So they make probably a clone. It could be a half man, half computer, some kind of a thing like that. It's something they've got from the underground bases or the UFOs or the aliens or who knows what. But it's not human. It's not, how do I say, a son of Adam. Whatever its DNA is, it's not human. So this not human thing, that's the reason it says it's an image of the beast. So this image of the beast issues orders. He speaks. He issues orders, tells everybody on the earth that they need to make this image. This is the false prophet telling them to make this image. And then the image, once made, turns around and says, okay, this guy over here, pointing to the beast, pointing to the Antichrist. He really is the man-god, and everybody has to worship him. And then the image turns around and says, everybody got to worship the image. Well, see, that's part of what the Revelation in another place says. And I looked, and behold, as it were, a sea of glass. And I saw them that got victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand upon the sea of glass, meaning there's four things, the beast, his image, and his mark, and the number of his name. There's four things we have to be sure and avoid. Any one of those can trip us up. We worship the image. Maybe we didn't worship the beast. Maybe we didn't even take the mark. 
but we worship the beast. We bend the knee to the beast or the image of the beast, or we take his mark or the number of his name, any one of those four things, and we will be tossed into the lake that burns with brimstone for all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer. Tormented means there's pain. Torment is a, is a better word for pain. So they're in pain day and night for all eternity with no hope of escape. Yeah, I don't like it either, but that's the way God is. That's what he's doing there. So these are the people that are openly worshiping the enemy of Jesus. And that's the reason he does that. And that's the reason I strongly recommend you get my book, Miss the Mark, because you get this book into somebody's hands. If they'll just read the first 10, 15 pages, just like I told you yesterday, I gave it to the guy, I took my car in for some service. I gave him, actually, I gave him 10 shrink wrap copies. I said, just read the first 10 or 15 pages. And I believe you read the whole book. And that's what he said. I'm reading the whole book. And now he's he's got nine other copies to hand around to these other people. That's the whole point. We want to get this book into as many hands as possible. That's the reason we say, yeah, one's for 20, but don't do that. Instead, get 10 for 30, or the best deal is get 20 of them for 50 bucks. That way you got 19 other copies to give away. Well, what, two bucks a book? Would you give $2 to save a whole a soul from being tossed into the lake that burns with brimstone and tormented with beasts and the false prophet and Lucifer for all eternity? Would you give 2 bucks to do that? I think you probably would. That's what we're talking about. Okay, back to this. So we have the beast, the Antichrist. Then there comes a false prophet along. And this false prophet is able to call fire from heaven, and people on earth can see it. Probably the same thing that Elijah did burning up the sacrifice. In other words, what proved God with Elijah in Elijah's day these days, he's going to use the same tactic to try to prove God again, except for it's going to be high technology, whatever technology is. So he's telling us this false prophet can call fire out of heaven. So don't be deceived by this. Expect it. Okay, It's part of what Mr. Mark book talks about. Expect these deceptions to come. So he calls fire out of heaven, and then... He turns around and says, hey, everybody on, on earth, you've got to make an image of the beast. So they make this image, probably some kind of a clone, probably tied into their quantum computers. And then the image that they make turns around and says, okay, this guy over here, he really is God. He's the man God, talking about the beast or the Antichrist. Everybody got to worship him. Then it goes on to say, and he causeth. Now, this is the image of the beast. And he... The image of the beast causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, that's just about everybody, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. His mark, name of the beast, or the number of his name. And, of course, since we've already talked about the image, it's really saying his mark, his image, his name, or his number. Any one of those four things, you're sunk. Now, the important part to remember is he causeth. A lot of people will say, yeah, well, I don't have to worry about that because Jesus is coming in the sky to suck me in the sky and he's going to pull me off the earth. So, and, and I go up to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Never mind the marriage supper of the Lamb doesn't take place until about four months before Jesus returns. But nevertheless, 
they're going to say to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and we're going to feast up there for seven years. This is what the pre-tribbers teach, which is incorrect. It's misunderstanding of Scripture. But again, that's part of what the secret door book explains. It explains the secret door when you understand the secret door, which, by the way, I also talk about the secret door in Miss the Mark. So it'll help you to understand all of this so you can put things in correct order. And he causes, he forces people, rich and uh, great and small, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or in their forehead. So in that he causeth, and of course, if there really was a pre-trib rapture, who would he cause or who would the beast force to take the mark of the beast if all the Christians were pre-trib raptured out of here? The answer is they aren't. And in the book, Miss the Mark, I show you what the mark of the beast looks like. Let me say it again. We show you what the mark of the beast looks like. I'll say it again. This book has a black and white picture describing what the mark of the beast looks like. And the reason we know it's correct is because Ken Peters saw that, and we have two other people that were shown exactly the same mark that did not know each other, did not know Ken Peters, had not hadn't come out with a book yet. They did not have any collaboration is what I'm trying to say. Yet they saw the same mark of the beast, so we know that is the mark of the beast, and then we know what the number of his name is. Did you hear that? We know what the number of his name is going to look like. And we know that from two things. One is I had been walking around for years, and I've got probably over 200 different pictures from literally across the globe. I mean, everything from France to Israel to uh, Germany, everything, where we've seen this number of his name. And then Leslie had a dream, and in the dream, that's when she was told to tell me to write a book, which is called Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, and she was shown the front cover of this book in the dream, and she was shown this is the number of the beast. So we now know two of the four things. Well, the other two are not really images. The, the other two are don't worship the image and don't worship the beast. So the other two are not images. So we don't worship the beast. We don't worship the image of the beast. We don't take his mark. Or the number of his name. We don't take his mark or the number of his name. So miss the mark is so powerful. It's a it's a skinny little book, and we made it very thin. We even use thin paper because we want it. When you hand it to somebody, we want them to think, oh, well, that's just a skinny little book. I can read that pretty easy. I'll read that. You hand them some big, thick book and just go, uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Uh, no, thanks. Keep it. I don't care what it is. I don't want to read a book that thick. Okay, so this little bitty skinny book. But if they'll read just a few pages, they'll finish it. And if they, this has been our experience. And if they read that book, they'll never take that mark of the beast. They might even be worshiping other gods. They might not even be Christian or even close to Christian. Maybe they serve other gods. They read that book and it opens their eyes. Again, that's the whole point of the book. <laughs> Matter of fact, that book, Miss the mark, don't take the mark of the beast. That is the number one out of the four books that I've written. That's outsold all of them. I have to look and see the numbers, but I think it's outsold the other three combined because everybody wants to see their loved ones go to heaven. That's that's very important. But even more so than go to heaven, they certainly don't want to see them be tossed into the lake that burns with the brimstone and they're tormented day and night, forever and ever, with no hope of escape. And they're there with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer. They don't want that. 
and that no man might buy or sell. Okay, now think about that. No man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. How can this world government that's coming, how can this beast that's coming, how can he stop everybody from buying or selling that doesn't have the mark? Well, obviously, they have to be able to track every purchase, every sale in order to get between that. They've got to be able to get between every purchase, every sale in order to track it. Now let's go to the article. RealityCircuit.com, December 23, 2020. Headline, IMF calls for credit score to be tied to internet search history. In other words, the things that we search on the internet are not only going to be tracked, but they're going to be tied to our credit credit score. At least they want to time to our credit score. In a blog post courtesy of the International Monetary Fund researchers, I'll skip the names, for internet search history, they wanted to be tied to credit score, presenting their findings from a paper they wrote. The researchers argue that by using non-financial data, specifically, quote, the history of online searches and purchases, we can solve the problem of, quote, certain kinds of people not having enough hard data or income, employment time, assets, and debts available. Now, what are they really doing? What they really want to do is track us. Well, why do they want to track us? Well, it goes back to what the Bible said. And then no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Meaning, what they want to do is track us every place. Not just where we are, but every purchase. Why? Because at what time they decide either you're going to take the mark, or you're not going to purchase it's beyond that. They also want to be able to find us. Now, let me go to an internet search I just did. You'll find amazing. So I typed in cell phone tracking. Do you think we'd find anything? Cell phone tracking, just those three words when I do a search for it? Oh, boy. Locate any cell phone, and it gives the place to click. Track a mobile number in five seconds without apps or software. Here's the next one. Track phone to exact location, enter number, and get location. Enter any number and search. Trace a cell phone number. Then it goes to videos. How to track a cell phone location for free, 2021. How to track anyone's phone location without them knowing. Best cell phone tracker, 2020. Track phone or number. <laughs> then it goes on. It says, people also ask, can I track... <laughs> This is bad. Can I track my wife's phone without her knowing? Can I track a cell phone with just a number? How can I trace the location of a cell phone? Why? Because at what time they come out with this new, according to finalwakeupcall.info, this new quantum financial system he talks about, that is going to be tied to a quantum computer, some 11 satellites, he says, and that will be tied to our cell phone. So right now, uh, I just took Leslie out for a rare time to go out and, and have a steak. So we went to a steak place. And guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to do the mask thing. It's so annoying. Like I, I told him, he said, you know, this doesn't work, okay? You're wearing a mask trying to stop a virus is like trying to stop a mosquito with chicken wire. Okay, it goes right through it. But nevertheless... So as we sat down in most restaurants, and you've probably seen this too, 
They have a QR code, one of those square-looking dots and everything. You hold your phone up. I had, I was, I was shown how to do this. You hold your cell phone up to it with the camera, and then you like kind of like take a picture of it or something, and all of a sudden their menu pops up. Not only can you order from that, but also they can do another QR code, download an app, and you can pay for it. That's right. Last night, I could have, I didn't want to, I didn't do it, but I could have paid for our steak dinner with my cell phone. Now, I think there's some things I had to do to get that all set up. I didn't. But the point is what? So right now, we can go cashless. As you have already seen in many places, they have signs up and they say, please do not ask for any change. In other words, please use some form of digital payment because they don't want to do cash anymore. They don't want to do coins. They don't want to do any kind of bills. It's just all cashless. Well, where's that going? So try to imagine a time. Now, uh, this next thing I'm going to say, I'm guessing. I cannot prove this is actually a new phone coming. But if you put two plus two together, it's probably pretty easy to surmise this is where we're going. So try to imagine a future cell phone that both front and back surfaces are always on. They're always reading your fingerprints. The camera is always on. It's not 4K. What if it's 8K or 12K or 20K? It's always on. It's always taking your picture. It's always reading your face. And even if you aren't making a phone call, it's always listening. It's always reading your voice print. Try to imagine a cell phone where both front and back are taking your fingerprints. It's always listening to your voice. It's always looking at your face. So it's reading your face at probably a million different points. Your voice, 100% accuracy. Your fingerprints, that means it's got your voice. It's got your face. It's got your fingerprints all the time. So then this is how you pay for Everything from a house to a car, make all your car payments, make your house payment, everything, 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 everything. From buying a piece of gum to getting into a movie to buying gasoline, everything, everything, everything. Try to imagine a time you pull up to a pump. You don't have to hold your cell phone up to the pump. You don't pull out a card. You don't have to do anything. And you just go up and the pump is turned on and you get gas. You drive off and the pump is turned off. Because it cannot cheat. In other words, you could hand your phone to someone that has access to your quantum financial account, your all of your digital money. You could hand your phone and say, go ahead, see if you can break into my account. They can't. Because as soon as your phone nears the other person, why, it turns off. They no longer have access to your, your, your data or your, your bank account. They haven't touched it. But they're close. In other words, someone else in proximity, it automatically shuts down access to your finances or to your whatever. It's your driver's license. It's your passport. It's your credit history. It's everything, everything, everything. All in that phone. You go into a grocery store. You don't have to stop. You don't have to check in. You throw whatever you want to in the basket. And you don't even have to stop to walk out because it's already read everything in your basket as you walk out. It, if you have your cell phone with you, it's in your proximity, proximity. And if you don't have anyone else in that same proximity, it has already read the fact that 
it is you, it is only you, and they already have your voice, your prints, and your face. It's 100% times three. They absolutely positively know it's you. You could hand your cell phone to someone else and say, go ahead, see if you can break into my financial account. They can't. It's not just that when they touch it, but for sure that confirms it. When they touch your phone, when your phone, probably the camera will be looking both ways, maybe even four different ways. So the camera is always, always reading the voice and the face and the fingerprints of everyone around it. Try to imagine that time. There is no cheating. Now, try to imagine this, that you vote with your phone. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? That way it would be 100% accuracy. Of course, the Dems won't ever let that happen because then they might not get elected. Try to imagine a time when just like Revelation 13 says, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in the forehead, and that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Go to prophecyclub.com and order Miss the Mark. Miss the Mark, prophecyclub.com. Then go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusades and get yourself signed up so you can be a part of the great end time miracle move of God. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Here's the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. Five How Pre-Trib One, five Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, five God's Warning to America. 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy and 10 Miss the Mark 40 books gift of $100 prophecyclub.com prophecyclub.com you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com click like share and subscribe click like share and subscribe click like share and subscribe